Did you know that kinky wellness is integral to your self-development? Hi, my name is Dana Shergill. I'm a kinky wellness coach and owner of The Partition, home of kinky wellness. Each Monday, I bring on a guest to discuss why kinky sexual wellness deserves a seat in the wellness conversation. You can catch my solo shows on Wednesdays, but let's jump into it. Welcome to the show, Deb and Brian from Pleasure Pods. How are you today? Hey there, Dana. How you doing? excited to be here i'm excited for this as well i think that i i'm excited to talk about holistic lubes within this space and non-toxic things that we put on our body so this is exciting yeah it is exciting and, it, and and i'm really excited to talk about this as well it's really needed so what got you into building this pleasure prod or what was the process that went behind this well i think a lot of it came down to is brian and i we're looking for something that was all natural that was going to really truly enhance our pleasure and not feel like it's getting sticky, um, not feeling like, you know what, I don't like what's in the ingredients. I don't want that on or in my body. And also a lot of it had to do with is I was actually starting to go through menopause. So lubricant was more important than anything because of that, because when you're going through menopause, of course, you have more vaginal dryness and you also have your thinning walls as it get, as you go through your menopause. So trying to find something was extremely difficult. We ended up going to coconut oil because there was nothing else out there that was actually doing the job, but coconut oil, we loved it. And it's all natural, but it goes everywhere it melts really quickly and it is messy and it stains clothes and sheets so i just looked at brian and said we got to come up with our own enough is enough wow so uh, like where did you start then like did you start with things that you wanted it to be all natural that was from the very beginning yeah yeah and and there's actually so to go back to where the idea came from so deb and i met eight years ago I, we, we knew each other before that but we started seeing each other eight years ago and at that time i was using a product that was from a little shop in peterborough where they made all natural skincare products and this was sold as a massage bar and it was made i remember there was shea butter in it and i, I you know some other things but i'd actually used those little bars as a lube for a, a you know period of time before i met deb and so i introduced her to this idea of using these massage bars and 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 it it was great for us we we loved using them and we were able to get them for uh, a few years but the the shop it burned down in 2017 and and then uh, it never reopened and we were never able to buy that product again and that's what kind of threw us into the commercial lube market of it was like we had a product we loved it wasn't even a lube and then it wasn't available anymore. And so then we started buying water-based lubes and silicones and oils. And, and, you know, as Deb said, with the menopause, and also Deb is extremely sensitive. Her skin, like, you know, whether we're talking, you know, the, the you know, gentler areas or just in general, her skin is incredibly sensitive in her body and she just reacts to everything. So when you get into lubricants, you know, you have the, the water-based category and, you know, that's, uh, you know, cheap and cheerful. I mean, you know, they're, they're better than nothing. They can, you, you can use them with, uh, with condoms and they won't stay in the sheets, but they're just water filled with a bunch of stuff. And a lot of that stuff 
people are becoming very aware now of it is not healthy for you, especially if you are, you know, sensitive. And, you know, a lot of the time, you know, it would lead to that would have yeast infections and, you know, occasionally, you know, like a dreaded UTI and we never knew. So, and, and you know, water-based is all sticky. So, we, we didn't like water-based and and then we kind of moved into more expensive and we tried silicones which are incredibly slippery they're never going to get uh sticky but they're like a man-made chemical product and you know we wanted natural so that just disqualified it you know as a lube it, i mean it's it is slippery stuff and you know if you have no concern about it natural you know it's a great product but, you know, it, it's so slippery and like all liquids, it does run. So you apply it and it runs off and, you know, you may need to reapply it. And so you still have that cycle of using a liquid and then the oils, you know, they're kind of like not as slippery or long lasting as the silicones, but they are natural. And that's it. You know, there's your choices of what's commercially sold. And we ended up not liking any of it and buying uh, like organic coconut oil in the jar from the grocery store, which, you know, in our in our research, we found that we were not alone. It's like mm -hmm. there's probably more people using coconut oil than are using water-based lubes and water-based lubes is 50% of the market. So anyway, it was, you know, there's a bunch of info, but, you know, this was all the things we learned as we went through the process of figuring out how we were going to do it. And I know I didn't really answer your question yet, but that's how we got here. No, no, I'm glad that you say that. I want to start to unpack a lot of the things that you said. They were all a lot of valid points. For instance, like some of the things, the chemicals that you found in the water-based lubes or the lubes that are on the market right now, do you have specific ones that we should really, really be careful about? Well, you know what? I, I'm just going to say I'm not an expert in that area. And so I'm not going to make any specific brand recommendations. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, we did an interesting experiment really uh, and this was done about a year ago we we did this and we went on amazon we bought the top 10 selling water-based lubes in canada we just bought a four ounce bottle of each one and then we we got the little cups you would get like you know mustard or you know ketchup or something in and we we waited out 15 grams because that's how much a pleasure pod is it's 15 grams of plant butters so we got all these little cups and we weighed out 15 grams of each of the 10 water-based lubes. And then we just set them aside because what we wanted to understand is how much of what's in the bottle is water because that's just all going to disappear. And we're going to be able to see what's left and we'll see it and we'll measure the weight and we'll get some sense. And we had no idea. We were just like, we should know this. So within... The first within seven days, one of the brands had shriveled up into a tiny little brown thing that would look disgusting. We couldn't even get a weight on it. Uh, you know, our, our scale would weigh had to be one gram to register, and we couldn't. Even, it didn't even register. So it went from fifteen to less than one in seven days. And it's a very, very good selling, popular brand. And then the longest lasting ones, and there were like three that they like six months later and that was we let we let stuff sit for six months and we just let it sit there and six months later there was still like jelly like there was still actually some you know some liquid there so then i went to and, and i looked at which one had actually the highest weight because i'm thinking okay that was the least amount of water and i went and talked to Kristen at the forbidden pleasure store in peterborough 
about it. And she's like, now there's an expert. I mean, if you want to talk to experts, talk to the people who sell lube in retail. I mean, they know every brand, you know, they, they know what's in it. They, they really have a much greater knowledge than I do. And, and, you know, the ability of getting a lot of feedback from customers as well. So I, I said to Kristen, I said, you know, of all of what my experiment was, this is the one that that seemed to be the best water-based lube. And she looked at the, my pictures and she, you know, she immediately said, yes, but if you are, and she just went through a list of things, like if you're, you know, a sensitive skin or, you know, she went through a list and it was all based on her knowledge of what the ingredients in that lube were and what the things it causes are. And so my knowledge is not at that level. So I'm not going to, you know, I, I, I'm not going to not, and, and our role is not to knock anybody. You know, we're providing a completely different option and experience than using a liquid. So we're not here to knock, you know, whether it's water-based or silicone or oil, they're all better than nothing. They all have their pros and cons. Our pleasure pods are a completely different experience than using a liquid. So, you know, I'll leave it at that. No, absolutely. I, I enjoy that you took the test into your own hands to see what would happen after it. I, I just from a few things that I know about knowledge is um like a lot of them will have like petroleum based toxins and parabens and which cause Parabin. cancer and they're like all of these things. And even though there's studies that say it's not conclusive, there are a lot of studies out there that I saw that there's enough evidence that we should actually be paying attention to this. Very, very, much, very much so. And, and if I can just give you, you know, something else that we learned, which is, you know, going to be very interesting, I think, for your listeners, especially in Canada, is so Health Canada um, is the least restrictive for personal lubricants. Uh, the In the U.S., you need to have a Food and Drug Administration Class 2 medical device certification, which is we, we will need that to go into the U.S. and we're planning a huge budget and a year to accomplish that. There's a lot of testing and clinical trials and all kinds of stuff. And you cannot sell a personal lubricant in the U.S. market without that today. And I know of a brand out of Britain that was doing extremely well in the U.S. market and they got shut down. Like, the, like they, their product was stopped at the border no more until you can, you know, you have this, this certification. So that's a huge hurdle to go into the U.S. market. The European market, I, I read recently, just enacted something very similar. So real testing. And that's awesome. I mean, that's the way it should be from a consumer perspective, because the biggest concern is the products that the industry themselves are putting out there. I mean, consumers need protection from this stuff. And the crazy part is, is that all of the lubes that we're talking about, they have that classification in the U.S., and, and, you know, they've passed to be able to sell. Now, passing just means that they're going to be able to say if they're safe to use with condoms or not. And there's a, you know, a small restricted list of products, but it's a, even there, no one is really analyzing what's in the products and coming back to the consumer and saying, these are, these aren't. Because as you say, if you, if you, you can spend the next hour Googling and you're going to find very conflicting information and it's almost like, yeah, I, mean, I don't want to start a conspiracy theory here, but it's like in in other industries, when you see such conflicting information, you can trace it back sometimes to who's paying for that research. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think that this is actually fact. Like I was looking at some of the toxins that were in it and I 
I previously had looked at a study about makeup and it was the same things of these pair, I guess, uh, preservatives that extend the shelf life are a big one that people need to watch out for in lubes, medic, like in makeup, all these things. But the, when our skin, it's the largest organ, it's absorbing these things. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, it's funny, I've, um, talking to various people as we tour around and show our product into various shows, the feedback that we're getting, like I talked to one woman at a show and we had, and, uh, she came back to me and said, Deb, I get this severe burning about eight to 12 hours after I have intercourse. And I said, well, I hope you're going to see a gynecologist or you're seeing a doctor because that doesn't sound right. And she's been with the same partner this duration that she, this has been happening. So, and I even talked to her, I said, is he actually ejaculating inside of you? Because it could be what's going on, his mixture of sperm with what's going on with your, you know, insides. And she said, no, he's not doing it because we were concerned it might have been that as well. So we gave her our product and she re I reached out to her and I said, how did it go? She goes, Deb, you're, you just, you made my day and you made my life because now I didn't have any burning. I didn't want to have intercourse because of this burning. And so now I can have intercourse without that fear anymore because I didn't get any burning. And what I loved about it is the after effect too, and what it did for my skin, because sometimes you can get a little rough down there, right? Down, you know, down in the vaginal area and so forth. And even in the penis and the balls area. And this actually helps soothe it um, because the butters are so um, hydrating and so nourishing for the skin. It's such a great product before, during, and after. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, to your point about the burning, I, I do remember feedback from the fire and ice condoms that were going out. And I believe that whatever chemical or whatever they were using in that and using it in lubes. And I think that people should be aware that it might not, you might not be having these sensations necessarily from sex, but from the products that you're using while having sex. Yes. Yes. And I think I'm, I'm a big component is that I mean, today I was in the grocery store and I, I saw this older woman that was actually stopping to read the ingredients that were in the product she was looking at. And it made me really happy because everyone needs to be more of that. And every product mm -hmm. they're going to put on or in their body, they need to look at the ingredients. And I just grabbed this one product. I'm not going to name the name of the product. I can just show you, but I'm not going to name it. And I was just looking, I can't even pronounce the first name on here. Uh, I can't pronounce anything really, except to the very end where it says aloe. Um, but all the other ones I can't. And I, and I looked them up and, you know, they're safe, but they're saying out of a grade of the first ingredients is a three out of 10 in regards to toxicity, but it's still three. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I don't care if it's 10, 10 is the worst, and, but it's still three. And it's the number one ingredients in this product, right? And it's a very popular brand right now. So are we, why, why are we buying a lubricant? You know, I think it's really looking at what are we looking for in a lubricant? And also with everything going on in our world, people don't have as much money right now to have all of these extras. And any personal lubricant you pick up from any store, and I'm going to say 90, maybe 95%, you only use them for lubricant. That's all you can use them for, right? Is with your toys 
or with a condom or with your partner, that's all you can use them for. With our product, it goes beyond that. So you're buying a product that actually is great for your skin. You can use it after you get out of the shower all over your skin. You can actually insert it with no issues. It helps eczema and psoriasis. There's, and you can use it on your face as long as you don't have oily skin. Like there's endless things that you can do with our product. So it's not just a lubricant, it's so much more. So to me, that's a product that I want to buy because I want something that's going to go a lot further for me and be able to do a lot more. And that's the problem when it comes to the other lubricants that are out in the market. Well, that's wonderful. I absolutely love the multi-use for it, especially because sex does have a beginning, middle and end and you can warm people up and you yeah. should be calming people down. So it's not just about the main event. Yeah. Right. And the massage part of it is even better because you can actually take our pod put it in a little dish, put it in the microwave for 45 to 60 seconds. It becomes a beautiful, as I like to call it, a liquid gold because that kind of the color it is. And it's warm and it's absolutely beautiful. And what I love is when you go and get a massage, the first thing in most cases, and I'm not going to say everywhere, you just want to get home and wash the oil off of you that they've used or whatever product they've used on you. This one you don't because it's actually nourishing and hydrating and mango actually rejuvenates the skin cells. So you're getting so many benefits besides just an incredible massage. Well, the ingredients that you use to benefit the skin as well as it does, like I do know that it's made from all natural, but I did have a question. Cococum is an interesting one. Never heard of that before, <laughs> before I heard this. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's K-O-K-U-M. So think of a pomegranate smaller purple and it comes from india wow. and if you crack it open it's the same seed structure very pulpy inside as a pomegranate i see it, i'm gonna post a photo along with this <laughs> it, it just has a spectacular like you know one of the one of the things that's interesting is um a lot of this came together by luck because when we started, we didn't have the knowledge to be able to be making all the right decisions. In fact, we didn't really know much about anything at all, other than we wanted to create a solid or semi-solid. And we knew the one we used before had shea butter in it. Like that's where we started. And we don't use shea butter for, for a few reasons. It's irrelevant to our product. But so we started like just researching butters and there are... Um, you know, there, there are only so many real butters, a lot of, a lot of products. Like when we get into the natural products, right. The, the, what you think of like in essential oils and butters. And the first thing you realize as you start to get knowledgeable is a lot of them are just a little bit of what they say it is in a big filler. So mm -hmm. with essential oils, there's a lot, for example, there's a drop of the, what you want in a whole bunch of stuff you didn't even know was in it. And quite frankly, it's the cheapest filler oil you could possibly buy and that's what they're selling you so it's like almost like 99.9% .9 not what they say it is and and I had no idea so you know we're still learning this with the oils just about every oil out there is either in a cheap oil or in an alcohol so one of the things we're experimenting with is is we're not going to scent anything but maybe using a natural ingredient that that changes the scent a little bit right now it's it's a like a mild Co uh, coconut, uh, sorry, chocolate aroma. 
And so we're just learning about these oils, but with the butters, it's kind of the same. A lot of them are mixed in with like what I just call crap, stuff you, you just don't want, but it's it's a hidden ingredient. And, and so the first part was just getting to what's pure, like what is really what they say it is. And of those things, what has a melting point that's somewhere around the body temperature? And what do those things look like, smell like? What color are they? And we just started there. And then we just kind of, you know, kept, like we went through close to two years of, you know, I would talk to a group. The first group I talked to were natural cosmetic formulators. Um, you have to remember this was, so we did this during COVID and I'm just pointing this out because I don't think that we could have ever accomplished this if it wasn't COVID because nobody had anything to do. And we tapped into some incredibly um, knowledgeable, like you, I could never afford people. Um, there were three scientists, two in Canada and one in, in uh, Bangkok in, in Thailand who worked with me for like eight months. And the only reason they did it is they had nothing else to do. I mean, I was the guy who kept calling them once a week going, oh, I tried what you said and uh, didn't really work out very well, but you know, what do you, what do you think next? And the three of them kept giving me ideas and some other people I'd tapped into. None of them would talk to me today because these guys are like on a level of like, these are like world renowned scientists plant scientists and they had nothing to do and they were so willing to work on our crazy little project and without them it, it would never have happened I mean I could never have put this together without their knowledge well I'm happy that it all came to be regardless of how it happened this is great because this is a product that should be on the market I actually worked in a sex store I think it was something like two weeks and I realized that it wasn't where I was supposed to be, even though I'm in the sexual wellness industry, but I actually don't find sex stores that very um, sexual wellness side. They can definitely help you uh, help you with your journey with toys, tools and things like that. But when it comes to lubricants, the oils, the, um, there's, they, I didn't see a lot of natural things. So this is good. And it's interesting because when we go into the stores, which we're doing right now, because <clears throat> we're starting to add more stores to our portfolio of places to buy it. Um, where the the people were going in and giving our boxes to and our packaging to are saying this is so needed like a all natural product is so needed in our industry and i said i agree and i it's 100 uh, women especially are coming into stores saying you do have something all natural and there are brands out there saying they are vegan yes they are vegan but let's be categories this and then we are plant-based slash vegan we are completely plant-based they are using other products in there that you can still categorize as vegan but they're definitely not plant-based and as we know the plant-based world in our food industry and starting in our cosmetics it's starting to get grow and it's starting to get more and more and more and that's why we need to see this in this one and it's time for a change in this category it's time for a change. I have not, I mean, if anyone else comes with another water lube, I, I, I don't know how many more water lubes we absolutely need out in the market. Like, I, I'm just, I'm not getting it. I, I don't, like, if you want to come up with another lube, come out with another, but come up with something that's not already out there. But they're all saying, our product is different than someone else's water lube. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, but. But how much, like, how much can you really be different from one water lube to the next? 
That's what I'm saying. There's only so much that you can put in a product that is got to go through an FDA evaluation. I mean, it, they're all working. It's like, you know, in, in, in a race car, the, like the cars are all have four wheels on them and, and you can't put a fifth one in there. There's, you've got to work within the rules and the rules about water-based lubes is there's only so many things that you can put in it. Yeah. So they're all using from the same category of what you can put in and doing different combinations. And they, you know, some of them may have a process improvement. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, but uh, it's basically like throwing all the locks on the floor and saying, you know, go build the same thing. It, they're all using the same stuff. I'm actually surprised that it's this. I'm surprised that more natural things aren't on the market. I'm excited that you're there, but it, the question of it is really, why that because it, it's so yeah. like i'm not sure and second of all why are we coming out with more water women are not good with water majority of women are not good with water a because water carries bacteria no, bacteria, no, carry bacteria. It, it, bacteria can grow ba excuse me i apologize bacteria can grow um so which provides women with yeast infections utis sometimes bladder infections, like it's just endless. So why are we creating more water lubes? Is there other problems that would come up from the other types of lubes like this that cause women so much problems? So, so uh, let me, let me touch on, I'll explain like the science of the no water, because it's really critical to understanding the difference. Um, so when you have a water-based product, it has the it, it is you need water for bacteria, mold, and yeast to grow in. And when you are creating a lube, you are putting things into water that are creating a it's always higher, a higher pH of the water than the water in your body. So the water the, the water-based lube is a higher pH than the water in your body. And it's also another measurement, which most people have not heard of. Again, we just learned it because, you know, we're in the biz now. Um, it's called osmolality. And what it is, is it's a measure of any water-based product and the amount of stuff that's in it. So not the pH, but how much particles are in that water. Both, of course, when you add anything to water, you're increasing that. And water-based lubes always have a higher pH or, or, you know, without some action to bring it down, they have. Some are trying to balance their pH and some have, but the natural swing is to go high. So most water-based lubes have a higher pH. So you introduce that either vaginally or anally. And what happens is the cells, now you're water to water. So there's an immediate transfer between the, the cell tissue and the water in the cells is excreted into the water outside the cells to try and bring down the balance. It's out of balance. So this naturally occurring process takes place and it keeps taking place until the, you know, outside the cells is back in balance. So how long is that going to take and how many cell layers are going to break down? Then you get into like potentially tearing. And now we're talking about, you know, activity that is, you know, potentially tearing. And so it's like this vicious cycle. And, and the other thing that happens is that afterwards, then you've, you've got this potential for bacteria, mold, and yeast. So it's just, there's so many potential problems for a woman that are, you know, because of, of the fact that it's water and water, there's interaction between the two materials. So when you have the plant fats, 
there's like you can take a pod and just drop it in a glass of water there's no interaction and you can walk away and come back in 10 years and it's going to look exactly the same it just there's no interaction between the water and the fat so when you apply the fat when the fats melt and and they sit on the surface of your skin whether it's internally or externally they will absorb slowly into the skin but we've formulated this to absorb slowly it's a lube we want it to stay on the surface of the skin and reduce friction and that's what we've formulated with with these butters but what you have is you have no interaction like what is the ph value of our plant butters there isn't one it's like it's a ph is a measure of water what is the osmolality of our plant butters there isn't one there's no interaction between the material and the cell. And what's the first question when we walk in the stores that we have already to promote our product? What are they saying to you about the first thing that comes up is what's the pH? What's the pH? And well, the, everyone asks us. Everyone asks us. Everyone. Like, and these are these are the store managers yeah. and store salespeople. They all want to know because they're getting asked about this constantly. And what does that do? Itching and burning is the two most common things. And then, you know, it kind of advances into yeast infections, UTIs, and, and you know, the worst being a bladder infection. And, and, and you can trace it all back to what you're putting in your body. And whatever goes in vaginally, and I am not sure about anally, because I haven't spoken to a gynecologist about that, but a gynecologist we worked with said that it absorbs five times faster in your vagina than it does outside of your skin. So we learned this dealing with a very good um, gynecologist out of Oakville, Ontario, and she was very, very informative to us. Now, I don't know if it's anally, that's the same thing. I don't know why it wouldn't be, but I'm not an expert there. So I don't know if that's the same with anal. So as I say, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a big concern. It really is a big concern. And if anything out of all of this, just bringing awareness to people to start really looking at their lubes and their ingredients and researching them because enough is enough from what we're putting into our bodies, especially this, these kind of products. Absolutely. Like I'm trying to, I'm recalling, I guess, conversations with friends about instances that they've been in and they've thought about almost every other scenario, but the fact that it could be possibly the lubes that they're using. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that this pH balance is talked about enough, or maybe we're bringing awareness to it, but that's incredible information for people to not know about their sexual wellness. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And that, and that's, if anything, Brian and I are really trying to bring this out so that people are aware. I mean, yes, we want to sell our product. There's no question, but I think the most important for us is just bringing awareness and just telling people, listen, Wake up, look at, you're looking at your food, look at your lubricant as well too. Mm -hmm. um, that, that, that is really, really important. So, because I, as I say, I pulled up this one. I, I can't, I, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. Um, I, I, I pulled up the water one. Okay, I like it. it, it and it says vegan ingredients, purified water. Sure. Oh, sorry, plant cellulose, which is from cotton. Thank God they put that there. And then they have chiomophysis which is, uh, um, what does that say? A grama? I don't know. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> conditioner, potassium sorbate, and citric acid. I don't know. When he put it in the sunlight and let it there for days and days and days, just put these in a little bit of every one of these lubes into these little containers. I'm telling you, there it was like rubber. Wow. 
All so, the well, water, some of them rubber, the some of them are completely dry. Yeah, it was, it was so disgusting. I do have some pictures. <laughs> we did take some pictures and we do have documentation. And then we weighed them all afterwards, yeah, right? We, yeah, we weighed the yeah. cups to see yes. what percentage had, had evaporated. Right? Like, what are you paying for here? This thing yeah. goes for, this one here was like, I think $19. And it's how many, uh, yeah. it's four four 4.2 ounces, $19. And most of it is water. And and so this is just another thing. And we know this from using it, but we're hearing this a lot from customers. And I was thinking about this this morning when I was drinking my coffee. My So this is like a 4.2 ounces for most couples or, you know, couples, let's say. That's probably four or five sessions. I mean, it dries very quickly. You're going to have to reapply it. You know, there's a limit to how much, how many sessions you're going to get out of this. And it was like $20. So our pods are $6 retail. And a pod for most couples is like, you know, we're getting reports three to five time sessions. I mean, it is definitely not a open it, use it up once and, and you know, throw it away. I mean, it, the stuff, you don't need a lot of it and it lasts and nothing's going to dry out and disappear on you. And so like equivalently, let's say, you know, our pods like two is, you know, two pods would be $12. This is $19. And I absolutely can tell you two of our pods would last a whole lot longer than this bottle of water-based lube. So it's the other thing when you're, when you're dealing with like, you know, we're nothing but the active ingredients in the fats and it's like, you, you know, you don't like for a guy solo, I mean, a pod is going to be, I don't know, like eight or 10 sessions before he's going to use up one pod. That's how much he enjoys himself. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it doesn't. It, it doesn't dry out. It lasts. It's like you know. That's the other thing is you use so little. So I was thinking this funny thought this morning with my coffee. Of anyway, what we we initially we started talking to a lot of women who were premenopause, menopausal, postmenopausal. But what we found is those those that group aren't as active as other groups. And for for someone who's going to be active a few times a month they might only require like so little money to be spent on pods. The stuff lasts for so long. So let me, let me, let me cut you here for a minute because okay. um, I just want to say here that Brian says this about menopause women. And I think he's taking it just from our little experience that we had, which was very short. I don't tend to agree with that. I think women that are going through menopause now let's, do, and it's not in every cancer case, but when women of any age go and have their, they've been diagnosed with some type of cancer, a lot of them, not all of them, will be immediately put into menopause as they start their chemo and their different treatments. So they could be 35, they could be 40, and menopause is not going to hit them till 45. They're starting really early. So they're starting to have that vaginal dryness all of those uncomfortable things. And I can tell you from dealing with various people that in the cancer world and that have experienced it with our product, they are so grateful to have an all natural product that when they do want to have intercourse, because truthfully, when you're going through something like that, you're not interested. Women are going through menopause their libido's gone. They don't have the drive like they used to. It really hurts. You know, I, I, my own doctor has come to me and said, Deb, do you know something out there that will help change my libido? Like that will help bring that drive back up. And I'm like, 
honey, if I do, I'll let you know. So, because I have tried a few out there and I haven't found anything that is, and I've talked to various doctors and as a lot of them do say to me, Deb, it, it's really not the libido. You just got to change your mindset because you're right. Libido is gone, but you got to schedule it. You got to have it top of mind and you got to say, you know what? I don't feel it. I'm not feeling it. And I'm going to be the first one. Uh, hello. I am the first one to say it. Brian will agree. I never, I don't want it. I'm not interested, but I do know that it's really good for my mental health. It's good for my body. It's good for my health. So I have to, in my brain say, okay, you know what, Brian, let's, let, let's go and have, let's go have some playtime, right? That's why let's go have some playtime. I need this, but of course my body's not, not like that. My body's not saying, oh baby, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're hot. Let's do we need it. To... Right? Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not there. As I said, I've talked to therapists. We've, we've gone through various things. You just have to schedule this. Um, and have, especially for women that are going through menopause. Why is our product even better? They may not be using it for intercourse and so forth, but you can use it again on your skin as you're getting older. Your skin mm. is starting to sag. You're starting to feel more dryness. All those kind of things. So get a pod, have it for when you do want to, and why not women, if you're in menopause, you don't want intercourse, don't have intercourse then, but get your toy out and get that clit there and get it going because you can still have an orgasm. You can still pleasure yourself without having the pain. And Brian has taught me that. And I've learned that with my partnership with Brian, because I didn't have an orgasm until I was 53 years old. 53 years old. And the reason I didn't is because I had my own, I don't know, psychological issues that I was going through within my, from my, from my past. And I personally needed to feel safe with somebody, very safe with somebody. And I never felt that. And did I ever masturbate myself? Never. I was told masturbation was dirty. You don't do that. And if you do, you're, I'm sorry, you're, you're, you're called a whore. That that's what you are. You're, you're dirty. You're, you're disgusting. Oh, and sorry. I was going to say, I believe that the sexual wellness sabotage is real for sure. And it's in our education system. We'll teach mechanics of it, but not the mental, emotional, or spiritual level of what sex can bring to someone and what it entails for that journey. And to me in schools, especially in high schools, we should be having sex therapists teaching sex education. That's who should be in there, educating them in a healthy, uh, I guess main thing is, is healthy, right? And knowing that this is good for you and this is okay to do because it's good for your body, it's good for your health, it's good for your well-being. It's just not, you know, slam it in there, I'm done, okay, let's go. It's not like that anymore. And that's why I wanted to change the word sex to pleasure because for women that's what it is women are looking for pleasure and that's what we really need to look at and men need to stop and stop thinking about their penises and understanding that the woman has a beautiful clitoris vulva and a vagina and you better learn how to use that or listen to your partner i had a woman that i just talked to at one of my groups and she turned around and she said, you know, I was with this guy and 
it was really awesome. And I, I kind of wanted to bring my toy in to sort of, you know, put it down on my clip. And I'm like, of course you would. He got completely offended. Why? Getting offended. So this woman is trying to help you accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. Why can't you work together? And this is what's going wrong in our world right now when it comes around this. And, and I'm a woman at 61 and all of my friends are afraid to talk about sex. They get embarrassed. They do all that stuff. I talk to my friends who have children. They don't talk to their kids about sex. They never have. The group of women that I met last Saturday, all in their mid 20s to 30s and all different cultures, never spoke about it, never spoke about sex. And to me, that just makes me so sad. And it's enough of repressing us not talking about this. So oh, yeah. I want to, and, and I'm really glad that we have pleasure pods and I'm really glad that we're able to do this because this is a lot of it that I want to discuss because it, it has to change. Oh yeah, absolutely. And more of the holistic side of it, natural ingredients and ways to do this because sexual healing is real. Like in my business specifically, I, Obviously, BDSM and kink, I believe that overall kinky wellness does heal. I am an example of that. But it comes to opening these conversations up and being honest about your sexual self with yourself. It becomes okay. first, and then we move from there. Yeah, that's the truth. Right? Yeah, yeah. Start there. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and Brian helping that up for me. So I was now, now I'm exploring. I've, I mean, I've had so much fun. I, I said to Brian, I said, because I had an orgasm at 53, my vagina is 18. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, just, I just broke my chair. Do you know what I mean? Here, you know, be 61, but she ain't, right? So, and I'm just like, well, embrace this. Don't be afraid of it. And with your partner, you know, I've talked to women that are saying, yeah, I'm just starting to get into the, you know, a little maybe going to a sex club or trying something a little different. Try it. But communication with your partner is so key and don't make yourself feel so uncomfortable it's okay small steps open yourself up and it's all going to be okay because you know what you got it you just have to do it you just have you to just do have it. to you, you have just to. absolutely have to well i was this has been a pleasure with having you both on the show is there anything else you'd like my listeners to know about your product or just your message in general well, I think it's our message, but I, I want everyone to know that our product is available at thepleasurepods.com and we have lots of opportunity there to buy. We will and be available on Amazon Canada as well. Right now, we're only available in Canada, just as you heard earlier, for various reasons for the U.S., but we have a lot of people very excited to see it in the U.S. already reaching out to us, so it will come. And we're also available in a couple of stores. Three that I'd really, or one that I really like to mention is Forbidden um, Pleasures, which is two in Peterborough location and one in Oshawa. They have been our number one supporter. They helped us start out going and we couldn't be more grateful. And they're just knocking it out of the park. And then I also, and this is another example where our product can go. We are also sold in a health food not store, but he's a naturopath. His name is Dr. Jason Lee out of Oakville, Ontario. And he's actually carrying our product too. We are going to be going into, and our goal is to go into health food stores and so many more because our product can go into health food stores because our product is 100% plant-based, only using mango butter, cocoa, the beautiful chocolate cocoa, cocum, 
And I always love to say Kokum. It's just very appropriate for our, for our product. Um, with a little bit of olive, argan, and rosemary oil. And that rosemary oil is our preservative. So an all-natural preservative. So check us out in those locations. They're gonna We're going to have a lot more locations as well coming up. So just you'll find everything on our website and where you can buy it and shop for it. And, you know, Dana, thank you so much for having me. No. Thank you. You uh, guys have been great. This was a lot of fun. I hope to see you worldwide. You're going to be all over the place by the end of this. This is absolutely gorgeous. I really, I really appreciate all your support and we wish you all the success on your traveling and what you're doing, girl. We support you 100%. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. But it was so glad to have you on the show. And for my listeners, as always, make sure you guys stay kinky.